This meeting is being recorded. Yeah, that's a good DP. You know, it's been a busy couple of weeks, Coach. It has. We had Valentine's into the Super Bowl, into first stacking mechanic with Gen 2s. It's been uh, a whirlwind. Um, and not only that, um, you you were gone for a lot of it. You you had a busy week of your own. This and, week and, has been hell. Yeah, and, and now I'm back in front of my computer, and I feel back at home with the grotto and uh, much more comfortable now. The, the first stack was just quite out of reach for me just time-wise. I could have sat down and figured it out, but I, I want to see how this first stack goes and see kind of, you know, because there's only three tiers that we knew about. So now they're going to kind of fluctuate depending on what got burned. So I'm interested in seeing how all that fares. Well, let's speak to that. We, um, I have the, the, the batch. I was actually just doing it, and Dino and I were in the middle of something else, and so I didn't send it through. Um, but it's 19,000, let me get the exact number here. Uh, I believe, where are we? That it's 19,000, uh, 670, yeah, I almost said 970. So 19,670 of the, the, the Gen 2s, right? And then a year ago, that would have been like, oh my God, imagine how much we burned. And now it's like, huh, there's 340,000 of them. We have plenty of stacking to do. Well, that's still, I mean, regardless, that's a remarkable amount in one, in one moment, you know, for sure. 20,000 pieces. Plus we had the, we did have the, the gen ones that were thrown in there as wild cards. So it's over 20,000 burns. Which makes sense, right? Because I think there's 20 editions of the young threes. So it was about a thousand inserts, you know, take away a couple, but that seems about spot on. Yeah, no, exactly. And so, um, you know, it's it's a it's a strange one because I wanted it to be a challenge and I wanted it to be uh, involved. Think about this: we've never done this where you had to burn every single one, right? No, um, that that definitely was a cool wrinkle where it was like, you know, out of all the forty-four different Valentines, some amount was getting burned off of each one because you had to. Yeah. So if you yeah, didn't exactly. get all of them, then everybody was scrambling to figure out, okay, who can I trade with to get at least, you know, one through 44, that quantity of each one so they could actually do the stack. It was it was an intense mechanism. I, I loved watching it happen and people coming together well, and figuring it out. There are a few parts of it, right? One, in order to do that, you had to sort of organize. And what, what, I, what my feeling was going into it was um, – a lot of you guys aren't really organizing your collection. You're not really on top of it. You have your stuff and you go look at, at it occasionally. <laughs> um, but things like this, especially where, and you know, I've been saying it since last pod, and we said it a lot this week, these are 44 individual pieces. Now, if all you do is look at your stuff in object, they sort of, you know, it's hard to distinguish them a little bit. You know, you can, you can see there's some different stuff there, but it, it's just like this big pink wall if you go and look, right? Plus, it's cumbersome when you click through and you get your the quantity and click back and it moves the cursor around and the whole thing, right? So I feel this is one of those things where you want to have a sense of what you've got. and Something I've been living by for a while now. You need to course. have inventory, a, a spreadsheet just to know what you're working with and I think I saw multiple people have different approaches to this, especially through this event. Like shout out to B Bernie on the NFTs. He definitely 
hold up a way for us to be able to trade and collaborate on like a, a G sheet in Google. And it was, uh-huh. uh, it was helpful for figuring out trades. Yeah. And that's, that's, that was a that was step number one was, Hey, start organizing because organization will help you down the road. And, and this should happen for, for all of your stuff. I mean, you should have, you should on that same sheet, you can do it on just one sheet, maybe different tabs or all together, like a master inserts, right? Keep track of what you've got so that you can go, okay, well, I have so many gelt. I have so many three gelt. I've got so many 25 gelt, whatever. I've got so many black, white, dark gray judies. Okay. M- make these lists because that way you can project out what you're going to do. See, uh, even, even with this burn, uh, I think some people are just like, Oh, here's my chance to use them. I'm going to use them. It's great. And you got an amazing painting. We'll talk about that in a little bit, but, um, but at the same time, you know, it's like, what percentage did you actually use? What does that do to your total percentage or total volume of, of inserts? going into season 10, going into more stacks, going into painting, going into whatever, right? And so um, this is an exercise, even in frustrations, and some of the frustrations come in not being used to keeping track of your stuff or not knowing what's what, and other people not being used to it. See, now everybody should have some sort of sheet, okay? makes it that much easier the next time around and it makes it easier for teams to understand what do we have guys what you know uh in a meeting you can say all right what are you sitting at well, i have at 2200 total inserts i'm at fucking 300 total inserts i'm at 47,000 total inserts wherever you are right um becomes really it, it makes it a more enjoyable process so one of the things even for those that, that didn't trade you get to learn how to do this i was going to say to your point if you're on a team as well, that helps your general manager also know like insights into your wallet, right? Like, yeah, we can go and pull all the data, but if you quickly know what you have, then we can tell as a team, as a unit, like what we're working with. And I think yeah. that's going to be extremely helpful going into the season. Yeah, it's, it, it really is. And <clears throat> here's the thing. I think watching last season and the off season in particular, a lot of players are just like, I'll leave that to the GM. Just tell me what to do. Tell me what my form is. Tell me what to, how many. Tell me what to buy. And I don't know how to feel about that. Um, I would hope that you care. I would hope that you're, like, interested. I would hope that you would, you know, uh, take a little, little bit of responsibility for caring about the collection and, like, thinking through it and being in touch with it. And, and, and I think that sometimes the franchise era allows people to go, well, I don't need to think or participate or be a, you know, my participation is me showing up and putting in the form and doing what I'm told on its core, most basic principle slightly, but honestly, no, I I think you want to, we want you to, Think through it, breathe through it, and enjoy it, contemplate it, have some sort of interaction with the pieces, with me, with the teams, with the community. Um, which That's is what, what makes we, it a true art project, right? Because without that, you're getting a filtered view of someone else's way of playing the game. Obviously, there's some constructs that the teams want you to play within, but play your own game within those constructs. You know? Exactly. 
Exactly. And that's what, it, so, so, so that's, that's step two. Thanks for this perfect segue. Step one of, of, of this week's burn was let's organize you guys, right? Then, because I've had the, 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 the parameters sort of fixed, you have to have these 44, right? And of course, you three wild cards, which is where I made it. Look, you can tell me, I, I knew flat out. You can just look at a couple of them and go, oh, that one's going to be complicated. There's a couple of them that the way that the holders fell out and the volumes and the whole thing where you go, ooh, wow, that's going to be interesting over time. There's a bottleneck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. There's a pinch point, a bottleneck, whatever you want to call it. There's something there that might be an obstacle for, for some people to get there. I can see that the moment they dropped, right? Um, I think I think that's that's that in and of itself is where we're going to start looking at these things differently, okay? But it's also going to shape how everybody plays differently. This is what I was saying in, early on Monday is some of you who only have 50 or 100 of these things may have 50 or 100 of them that are kind of key to a particular burn, whether it's this one or another one down the road or whatever, right? And so um, get familiar with what you have. Valentine is not a Valentine is not a Valentine. Right. So, I mean, in, in that thought process, like if you only have 50 or 100, maybe it's not the best bet for you to spread out five across all 44, you know, maybe you're sitting good if you did the analysis and find out like, Oh, this actually makes sense for me to keep all 50 of these. Right. Right. Because by you look, if you only have 50 or a hundred, let's say you got a hundred. Okay. And you're going to spread them out like two or three per 44. Now, yes, you have all of them. You don't really have much that you can do in the way of stacking. Right. And we never know what the stacking mechanics are, but I can guarantee you they will not be the same. It won't be like we need a certain amount of each one next time. It's going right. to be different. So, so the neat thing for me, and this is where it's fascinating when all of the burns come in. If you go look at all the burns, right, you'll go just look through every every one of them, and see who who sent how many on each one, right? Um, if you're doing this, you're going to see uh, that the, the 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 burn wallet sent back a retro retro hit. He sent the same form twice. Oh, like yeah. So there were there's, so that Retro overpaid a whole run. Uh, he paid for four, but only only got three, two for him and one for the the team wallet, right? And so so in that regard, you'll see those transactions. But you can because in the blockchain, you see everything, right? You can go and look and see um, how many people chose to burn, how many uh, blue orgy bo twos, bo threes, bo fours, right? How many cactoid ones? As I was looking through, I think I saw in the range of like 900 to 300 of different ones, right? Like there were some that were burned more heavily than others. Uh, I didn't think we get to 900. We got, it's, I think it's like 145 to 634. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's still a the, pretty the, wide the, net. Oh, it's yeah. a wide range. And that's, that's the thing. If I had said, okay, you need one of these, two of these, three of these, four of these, right? very structured and everybody would know and you would completely complete well no i said you can do any number and, and so the chaos we got to it's a chaos okay there were people so we had tier ones right and you had people burn well oh i can only i only have to burn one or two or three of a tier one so i'm going to burn one or two or three other people said oh no 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 i i you know i have to there's no, there's there's eight tier ones right i'm not going to burn like one through 
uh, eight, you know, you, you, you had to save some for, for the others, right? But I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna go heavy on them, right? So I will, I, I have to use one, two, and three in that tier, okay? Because I can't use them on any others. But the rest I'm gonna do 44, 43, 42. Very, it's like really interesting. And it, it really, it, like a lot of cast, there's a real disparity on almost every one. And like, who's calling it a, a five and who's calling it a, a 40, right? Right. I mean, in like statistical analysis, like we could have had an even amount for each one if it happened mm -hmm. to happen that way. But it's so funny that there would be one that only has 145 burned away. That means everyone chose to do a small amount of that one, which just it just happened to happen that way. But it's funny to see those discrepancies. Yeah. And that's that's where these things sort of you can throw a chaotic measure out there and things do start to align. Now that. you've made the tiers like it to do exactly. it random like this. You've now shifted the pecking order of who's got exactly. the additions. Yeah. I'll have to double check it, but I believe, I believe that every tier now is uh, every, you know, every, every Valentine is a different quantity. Yeah. That, that makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, Again, now we've, you know, theoretically we could have 44 tiers, right? Right. Now, tiers are fluid and rankings change and, and, and the whole bit, right? So we'll see how this plays out on Monday. I'm not, we're not going to spoil anything. Uh, everybody's going to tune on Monday for, for next week's stacks. But um, what next week's stacks buried the lead there. We're stacking again oh, next week. Yeah. So this is, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I refer you to, to Sweet Boy Kitch, who doesn't listen to LFGs. Yeah. Uh, all week, we, we've said that we're stacking next Monday, too. So I've been listening to LFGs. I must have missed that part. Yeah, you must have. <laughs> I've been listening to recordings, which is, you usually record about two minutes into when you start talking. So I've been in there. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, we're, we're, we're definitely, definitely uh, stacking. Now, what I've explained is it's not going to be, you're not going to, spend hours and hours and days and days on these stacks and especially because you already know you got to get your sheets built out at a glance you can just know what you got right but um should be well within reach of almost everybody um and if you choose to again you don't have to you know we had some people sit this out that were there and could have uh we had hey, you mentioned dino yeah. Oh, yeah. Dino sat it out. Or you know, Rody Prata sat it out. I know that they were um, making some trades and doing some things uh, that they easily could have done it. We had other people that that uh, got very close. You know, Nez and Doug were like one off, right? Um, and so, and I, you know, I'd, I'd be curious if anybody wants to drop me a line that they were only one away. I'd be curious to hear that. You know, I know for a fact that that Doug and Nez were. Um, but you know, it's, it's the sort of thing where, look, it's a long season. We got, we got a long way until some new pinks come out. So you don't have to use them all day one. You don't have to feel any pressure to it. Now, um, let's talk about what you got from them before we get into next week's, right? So the young three sees makes his return and I've, I've told you, and I, it's not a series. I don't know what to call this yet because I don't want to use the word series. 
Okay. Are they inserts? I can't remember if the, the description. They're inserts. They're okay. inserts, but they're limited edition inserts, right? They're limited edition inserts, which means you nobody's ever going to use this for standard insert utility. I mean, please. Could you imagine? I, I can, yes. It's my high-waisted um, brother. I just burn that for the wheel. He's like, oh, I need one more spin on the wheel. <laughs> um, but it's, it's look, I want to explore some things. We got a lot to, so we, we, we found out last week that the young threes has played some gridiron football. Okay. Um, now we find out that he was a pentathlon. And not only that, that he had seven consecutive record setting 200 meter dashes. If you think about that, I mean, seven consecutive races that he bettered the last race, the improvement race to race across seven consecutive races. Pretty astounding. You kind of say it's stacking. You could, you could say it's stacking. It's certainly uh, an impressive feat, just like this week's stack was, right? And that's kind of how but, I was looking at them because the football one was for the Super Bowl. And so I was like, oh, they're kind of like, you know, lining up to the events that they're awarded for. Um, yeah, a little bit. I, I, I could see that. I mean, certainly, certainly the football was a straight up. This is our, our celebration of football here. Um, to me... And, you know, the, the, the Young Threesies, too, is the pentathlon 200 meters, right? So that speaks to multiple events, right? Pentathlon, mm-hmm. right? Uh, it's five for the folks at home. So there's five events. And we know, that he, we know now that he does at least five track and field events because he's in the pentathlon 200 meters. Now, I do want to say, look let's let's speak to a couple of the guys that pulled this off party monster uh and or drex and they went about it different ways party monster hit on the wheel the the retro twos which became sort of the bottleneck because retro went out and traded for all of his he wanted them all back right people gave them to him including party monster who gave him 500 of them okay for I want to say a thousand or fifteen hundred, but a, a considerable sum of inserts. General yeah. yeah. Um, and then when this comes out, then he didn't have any, so he had to go. But he went back and got some more. He managed another trade to put him in a position to have enough to get to the burn. Now, oh, still came out on top. Oh, <laughs> I mean, obviously, yeah. Um, now, or Drex new to the to the project you know still uh, uh going into his rookie season okay has not played in a season yet um neither of those two guys have ever had a 20 edition like this you know this is a this is a major piece a lot of people have calling them already grails and such i hate the use of that term um because, uh, first of all, if, it, if it's your grail, your holy grail that you've been after, that you will crusade and cross oceans of time to find, okay? You didn't find out about it yesterday. Don't tell me that it's something that came out now. No, sorry. If you're going to use the word grail, it's something you have you know about that has legend to it and mythos, and you're looking uh, for it and you know searching. It's not just you get a cool thing. And NFTs has become, oh, that's a cool thing. We're going to call it a grail. Stop. 
<laughs> Not around here. But it's a goddamn amazing, like, hey, first of all, only 17 people got it, right? Well, less than that, right? No, three people doubled up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's um, an addition of 20. Right, right, right. I was yeah. thinking of the addition of the first young threesies, yeah. Right, right. Only 13 people got the original threesies, the first, the first young threesies, and then, and then we got 17 people got these. Um, rare company. Like so, so here's. Do you know who has both? How many people have both? Uh, I know Al Doty, um, Retro now because he traded for the first one. Crouton. That's off the top of my head. Yeah. But but here's the thing, I don't I don't think people should look at this and go, oh well, I missed I missed like the first one, I missed the second one, I'm out. I've never said this is a chase. I've never said that you need to get all of them. This is that sort of thing where on some levels, I think it becomes, hey, do you have a young threesies? I think it's going to be, I don't know that anybody will ever get all of them. We'll see how things shake out, right? I don't, I don't, you know, some people are completionists and just want everything no matter what, right? Um, But hey, if you have one, you're doing pretty fucking well. So that's the, the Ordrexen party monster. It's like, wow, they didn't, expect to be in a position that they could get that and both of those guys got to this position because they hit squares winning squares during the super bowl that put them in a position where they had a windfall that they could then do these things with right and that's what's kind of neat about all of this it's neat about that whole mechanic a lot of people are sitting there and and a wash in valentine's or more than they paid for or more than they expected because of that chaotic nature right so do you see it like now I have this bonus that I can approach and chase things like this? Or do you go, well, now I have more of them for a later burn or a season 10 or whatever. So everybody's got their own approach. And um, this is, speaks to what we were saying earlier, that, are, that approach really can become solidified when you're looking at your numbers and you can see at a glance what you have. You're not just looking at a bunch of pink. So I think this is true. I think I think this first stack. Um, look, we had to break some habits. When we first started out, everybody was like, "Oh, everybody can, can we just share? Can everybody just put their all their valentines in a bucket, and then I'll take what I need?" I I was told about many people saying like, "Hey, I'll send you one of these for one of those," and then being very mad when the guy was like, "I no, I don't. I, don't, I value mine differently than." than that okay um there's still a little bit of that i still this mindset that somehow you all deserve access to everybody's stuff we gotta we gotta dial that back a little bit okay um we'll get to where that comes in where that mentality starts to matter okay let's talk baseball real quick baseball is this amazing amazing sport that is very different than than pretty much any other sport out there in some of the regards in the way that it's played. First of all, okay, it's a team sport that takes place on one of the biggest fields in all of sports, okay? And it takes a lot of people on that team to spread out and cover all parts of that. Everybody has responsibility for like a certain zone, a certain area of earth, right? Um, so you got nine people, you got 25 on a team, but nine playing at any given time, okay? 
And yet, the bulk of the game is individual. The actual offense, okay? Nobody can help you get the hit the ball. You can't you can't go, "Oh, I this is too hard for me. I'm getting overmatched." Hey, Kitch, can you hit the ball for me and pass it over to you and say, "Can you try?" No. It's a very individual sport. Yeah, the name designated hitter means something different than what you <laughs> It does. <laughs> but but you but you so there's there's this huge team dynamic where it takes a team to make the whole game possible. The game is having played you have to get a good wiffle ball, which is why wiffle ball is the greatest sport ever invented. Because you can play one on one wiffle ball. You cannot play one on one baseball, even though the game is played pretty much one on one. Okay, like the main activity is pitcher versus hitter, right? Yep. But you can't do it if you don't have these other people because otherwise all you have to do is hit the ball and you win because it's going to go and the guy that just threw it is going to have to run and then you're going to – it's just it's a stupid game if you just one-on-one, right? And so think of that when you're thinking of this project. Yeah, it takes all of us, but you'd play it your way and you do this. You, you need all of us and you need everybody to be healthy. You can't have a guy die in left field Okay. And then you just keep playing and go, well, I guess we'll just try not to hit it over to left field. No, they need to be there. Everyone needs to be there. The community needs to work together to make the game work. Okay. But it's, it's, there's a lot of individual effort to it. Meanwhile, if you have one guy who's really, really out of it and doesn't want to put any effort in, and is like, no, I'm not going to hit. Then it all derails. If he doesn't show up and have his at bat, okay, he doesn't face the pitcher. He's just like, no, nah, sorry, I'm, I'm not going to play this one. <laughs> the game stops. I'd like to go no. back through history and see if that's ever occurred. <laughs> nah, <laughs> I'll sit this out. Well, yeah, and then you know what happens? You go, all right, and you can leave your 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 jersey at the clubhouse and get the fucking living fuck out of here. You're done. Yeah. You're out. Okay. Um, but this, this analogy plays out in all seriousness. Maybe this is the most baseball part of my imaginary baseball project. Okay. The individual versus team effort. Yeah. And the, and the way that they, there's a nuance to it and there is a way that they both have to be, they both have to work. You can't have one without the other. And so, in an event like this, it's not just, here, everybody, do it for me. It's not, oh, I'm just going to not be a part of it. Now, look, coming in and going, um, I don't want to trade my Valentines. And I certainly don't want to trade my Valentines for other Valentines. Okay? And, and thinking through why that is. Well, I have these. I don't feel that a stack for me is the right thing right now. And I have some plans for them. And I've thought through this. I look at the numbers and I look where I stand on this. I think of the greater picture here and I decide that's not sitting it out. That's actually being very engaged. That's not letting that you do that. That's not walking up and letting the pitcher strike you out. Okay. That's you going, throw me a pitch. No, I don't want it. Ball, throw me another pitch. Don't want it. Ball, taking a walk. Okay. 
you're still engaged. You're a part of the game. You're making decisions, okay? But the guy that comes up and is like, no, I'm not even going to hold the bat. I don't care. Ugh, baseball's boring. <laughs> Get the fuck out. What a great analogy. Did you come up with this beforehand or did this come to you just now? Well, look, <laughs> I, I, it's not that I just came up with this according to the project, okay? This is, I've since I was a goddamn little kid, I wrote, God damn, I don't even want, I, I, none of my childhood exists, so I doubt, I doubt this exists, but theoretically, there could, my manifesto that I wrote when I was nine years old about baseball and the universe and there being nine planets, yes, I'm old enough that we used to have nine planets, okay? But no, Pluto's back. Planets. I think Pluto's back now. They took him away and they put him back. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Thank God. Although, I be wrong. Mind if the news shifts re- quickly, so. I'd be fine if they replaced him with somebody else. It wasn't like he was really doing but, but we need the nine. So I had all this thing. I had like nine pillars of fucking society and nine everything. And it was all. Because nine around. players in baseball for people not following. Exactly. Them. Nine players on the field. Right. And so I, all of these things, and I wrote this shit out. And a lot of that is like a part of, of this, right. A part of like, it, it's the nature of this project comes from nine-year-old threes and fucking madness. Okay? Threes cubed <laughs> is nine. Yeah. Oh, no, the whole thing. Oh, yeah. No, believe me. Three. No, there's three outs. There's, you know, there's three strikes. Trust me. The Trust numerology me. runs deep. Yes. And so I, I, all of this shit, I wrote 30, 35 pages. Okay. Like this was not just a, a fucking whim. Right. Um, and I presented it to anybody who would listen to me and I would go through this shit. And they were, God, I didn't really have friends. You guys are my best friends. But, um, but no, so there, look, there's the individual uh, 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 contributing to the whole, but the individual versus the whole, but the individual versus the individual, okay? That's the crux of baseball that makes it so wonderfully unique, okay? Um, there are many, many elements like that. But in something like this, in a project like this, even in, a, in an organization, in a, in a corporation or, a, or you know, the structure within a, a, a company, you have things where this really, if you can look at the the philosophical approach to baseball, okay? Now, let's just go one, one deeper here. And now maybe you'll understand where it is that I am so regimented and, and strict on some things and the way that I expect things to be played, right? Okay, think about this pitch. The, the pitcher's mound... This is the, the rubber where the, the pitcher has to have his foot when he throws the ball, he pitches to the hitter, is 60 feet, six inches away. It's a fucking crazy number. 60 feet. That, that, that does, you, don't get that, you don't get that number, okay, from uh, metric conversion. That's what okay? I was thinking at first. Like, oh, maybe. Yeah. No. Oh, no. Purely American. Oh, no. Yeah. You don't get this number from anything that matches up with anything. For those of you outside of the U.S., don't think that 60 feet, 6 inches means anything to any of us. Yeah, that's not 20 meters. It's not. <laughs> okay. But it's what it was set at. Because when they drew up the game and they started lined out the game that they'd been playing for a while that worked, it turned out that they were throwing the ball from 60 feet, 6 inches away, which made this whole thing work. Now, if you move that mound up by five feet, if you make it 55 feet, okay, you could throw the ball so hard that it would be impossible to hit. 
a, a great pitcher, okay, that additional five feet would change the dynamics of the game in such a crazy way that it would be almost impossible to hit the ball if the guy's good, right? Meanwhile, if you move it back five additional feet, even the best guy would be pretty easy to hit, okay? Bases are 90 feet, not 100, <laughs> okay? <laughs> <laughs> They're 90 feet apart, okay? <laughs> because if they were 100, you would get everybody out. If they were 80, everybody would be safe. Like it's, it becomes almost impossible, okay? Look, in soccer, Crouton shot out, Dino shot out. Did you know that the fucking field is any size you want it to be, okay? I didn't know, the pitch can be anything? The pitch can be anything. There are parts of the pitch that have to be a certain size, the goalposts, okay, the, the box, okay? But you can have a really short, fat one. You can have a long, skinny one. You can fucking do whatever. And so the, you like teams are assembled and built to play based on, well, we got a long one. So you got to have guys that can run a lot, okay? You, you have oh, to play yeah. the field? I didn't realize that. There's terroir. Every, every field is terroir, yeah. Wow. Yeah, okay. Now, baseball has a little element to that, okay? Yeah, with the, the distance. To, the you distance, know. okay? There is no regulation to the length of the of the field, okay? But all of the action, is, and it's, it's very geometric. It's very precise, okay, starting from the, the bottom, okay? The part where the, where the actual offense takes place, okay, is very exact. But then you can have all these little little things, okay? And so in, in, in my project, right, look at it like, hey, this thing has to be done, and I'm expecting this thing to be done. And it's built in that 60 foot 6 inches or that 90 feet area, right? Now... The beauty is that we can we can expand it out. You don't know how far that fe that fence is. Okay, there's a there's a book called the, uh, the Iowa Baseball Confederacy by W. P. Kinsella. One of my favorite books, especially as a kid. Um, uh, I, I did a lot of I, this, this is a big part of my life is this book. But there's a there's a notion in there that there is no part of the earth that is not on a baseball field. Because a baseball field does not end, okay? There are two two lines that diverge out, okay? They, they start at the, the tip of the plate and they go out, okay? And technically, if you were able to catch a ball, okay, there is a fence that makes it very difficult for you to get out and the whole bit, right? But technically, if a ball were hit and you were able to run out and then run, 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 and somehow soar out into space and time and get it, okay? It's out. You get that out. Okay. So theoretically, as, as it diverges from one point in space and it comes all the way, every part of the world is a part of a baseball field, right? Because they've set up different worlds. It's like this. And, and so in, I've always thought of that. And I think about it in this project where, yeah, we have some very defined things that are absolutely key to how this is done. Okay. But we, we get to play jazz once you get like out into it hell yeah okay and so with a with a mechanic like this it's built that not all of you are going to get it okay it's built with some 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 structures in place okay that are going to make it 
make it more difficult, okay? Now, that being said, through your talent as a player, okay? And this is where we say Ordrex and Party Monster did hell of a job with their talents of, A, hard work. Guess what? Most of you who are listening to this probably got a DM from Ordrex or Party Monster. They're beating the street out there. I mean, you had to. Yeah. Knocking down doors, seeing what people exactly. could do for them. Yeah. Meanwhile, we got other guys who are just beating their meat, okay? <laughs> who are not sending out DMs and somehow feeling entitled, well, obviously, I should get this. How dare you not give it to me? They want a hundred foot baseline, or yeah, an eighty exactly. foot, actually an eighty footer. <laughs> you know, right, 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 right. Either, either, yeah, <laughs> okay. Um, and so, just think about those things when it when it plays here. Okay, it is an individual thing, but you need the whole team. You got to be aware of that. Can you? Okay. Yeah. Can you wrap your head around and and add this into your metaphor? The base size is increasing. Did you hear about this? Baseball, they're increasing the size of the bases. Look, American baseball is uh, in major turmoil. American basketball and American football, American gridiron football, uh, have have absolutely taken the, the, the limelight away. And American baseball, I don't know, I believe truly, wholeheartedly, I'm going to stand up here hold my, my hand up and, and swear to the grotto. I think that the grotto and grotto baseball is going to outlive American baseball. I love that. Okay. No pitch clock on, for us, baby. No fucking pitch clocks here. No anything. Goddamn, we're playing knickerbocker rules. Except for that part where they used to be able to say they threw the ball under, they pitched the ball underhand, and you could ask for it where you wanted it. You'd be like, what about here? <laughs> that was original knickerbocker rules. <laughs> The batter could request the pitch that he wanted. Uh, now, and if it wasn't, maybe, like... <laughs> maybe this is our problem. We do have some older Grotto members who might still be playing by <laughs> Grotto Knickerbocker rules. Come on, threes. Give me a mechanic right here. <laughs> These are the things I have. Call them up, please. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe I didn't make that clear. Yes, I am a, a traditionalist, <laughs> a purist, but <laughs> anyway, just enjoy getting the young threesies. Don't don't feel that you've got to chase every one of them. You won't be, I'm, I'm really, I mean, look, I can't say, I, sometimes I'm like, well, there's no way that, that you guys are pulling this thing off, and then you do, because you're really good. Look, I when, when we designed... Uh, baseball, you know, we, I don't know, I said we, but when we designed baseball, we didn't expect there to be somebody as great as Barry Bonds. There was a little run there where Barry Bonds made it look very easy in ways that we, I mean, shouldn't have been that easy. <laughs> okay. Great with player. or without steroids, we'll throw with or without, with or without. Uh, tremendous fucking ball player. Um, my, my favorite ball player to watch in my lifetime. And I've seen some great guys, right? Um, I saw Crank. I saw you ready for this? The, the baseball people will get a kick out of this. But I saw Ken Griffey Jr. play when he was in high school. Wow. I saw Manny Ramirez play when he was in high school. Okay. Um, those are like the two biggest superstars that I saw when they were in high school. 
That was my uncle's favorite player. He was a Mariners fan all throughout my childhood and well, till today as well. But King Griffey Jr., those were posters in my room for sure. I, um, growing up down in New Mexico, we had uh, uh, the Connie Mack World Series. Connie Mack is for 17 and 18 year olds. It's like a level of play. But um, the World Series, th- these were teams from, from all over the country and they were um, sort of super select teams that uh, basically like the, when it was played, there were a lot of kids who had already been drafted, but they were waiting to sign so they could like finish playing in this tournament and everything. Right. Um, and so, yeah, Ken Griffey Jr. had already been drafted uh, and Manny Ramirez was already drafted and they played in this, this, and I saw them every year from, I started going to this when I was like 10 and then eventually I played in it. So it was just, in fact, Dino tells us, I think I, I've heard him tell a story about the only time I've ever hit a triple, but I hit a triple uh, during the Connie Mack World Series. It was my only triple because I was the slowest man ever to uh, play the baseball game. But <laughs> yeah, I, three people had to die in order for me to hit my triple. There was no one playing third base or shortstop. It just died on the field. And to be clear, to be clear, it's not that New Mexico ever had a team that was great enough to play in the Kinemac World Series, uh, but they because they're the hosts, they get to have one. So <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, I wouldn't tell people uh, the last part. Don't. Yeah, throw that. No, but it's but it's it's just you know because like I mean I saw many many big leaguers come through, um, including some some really great ball players. Um, we had some. I mean, we had a, you know there were. Even on my team, I think there were like three of us that went on to play. Play, you know, yeah. it was it was the best that you could be in New Mexico, and, and you'd end up playing on that every year. But to bring us back around, don't fret if you don't get all the young threesies. You were dead on earlier. I did a little digging behind the scenes here. The three you named are the only three people that have both right now. So Alp Doty, Crouton, Ratro. So yeah. not even you know like the people that have one or two. They don't have both except for those three people. So, like, you know, you're not going to get everything. Yeah, you know, and, and 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 look, when I create something to be gotten, okay, to be obtained, to be chased, okay, it's it's there. You, there's a, there's a way to get there. You're you're sort of, you know, it's you're guided into it. It's possible. There's a path. I don't make things that are truly impossible. Okay. If they are, then I'm not going to have you chase them. I'm never going to say you need to have all 30 pink rumbles or, or orange rumbles or whatever. You sure about that? Sounds like a good one. Yeah, I'm positive. I'm positive. Okay. Um, it's pretty rare that I'm going to let anybody, and we'll, we'll talk about this too. It's pretty rare that I'm going to let anybody take a position that they can destroy lives or call shots. It just doesn't work that way. That's we we have that happen in other projects all the time. People think that they can they can um, game the system for 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 like financial gain, right? Yeah. If anyone's fretting about Ratro having fifty thousand Valentines, that man's out there trading two thousand at a time for different things. You know what I mean? Like he's giving it back, and it's not well, he's not hoarding those. They're for use. Yeah, well, that's the thing. They they are they are for use, but <clears throat> not only are they um, for use. If you go and look 
I know for a fact that he traded to five people that got them to their set that were not on his team. He traded me a, a boatload of Valentines for one base card, and that's just kind of guy. Even, I'm saying that's when he's stacking. Even during the chase, though, even during the chase, he traded his retro twos that became the the hot the hot piece, right? Mm-hmm. Five people. He gave them the, the amount they needed to finish their sets. He could. There you go. If if this were another world, and this is what I talk about, where people understand, look, we all need to be here, and we all need to work together. Okay, and you can do it individually. But Retro, I think, is the single most generous person in Medrano, and, and historically has been that. And and that's why I'm happy to see him have as much as he does because I know that he uses them in the right way. Well, yeah, very true. That's 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 well 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 said. Um, and and look, I'll sit here and, and and say I don't see anybody using things improperly. Agreed. Yeah. You know, and the fact of the matter here's here's the thing. This is what maybe people don't get and they worry about it. Okay, Kitch, have you ever seen me reward a bad actor? No, quite the opposite. And you do see everything. So it's not like no one's pulling the wool over your eyes. Like, it's like you'll see the red flags before anyone else in the grotto does. And then you uh, you move swiftly to uh, nip that in the old bud there. Yeah. And that's I, I think sometimes the grotto. Look, we'll talk a little bit about this and then we're, and then we'll get into our celebration. We got some great stuff to talk about to, to really fucking celebrate. We're in an amazing spot. I think deep down and this comes from haven't been hurt. I understand it. I understand that if you're in the NFT space and you've been here this long, we got very, very few people in the grotto who just came into the NFT space this month. <laughs> okay. I'd like to meet you. We got a couple. I mean, look, Razor came in just to be in the grotto. Good. Good. Don't look oh, at yeah. anything else. <laughs> okay. Um, but most people have been hurt. They've been rugged. They've, they've watched their shit just evaporate in value. They've seen people not care. They've seen not know They just are left with all this. They just spent a lot of money. This is gone, right? We know this. And I, I really kind of think that because they're hurt, it's like you're all a bunch of pound puppies and you've all been abused. And now you, you came to live with old threes on the, on the puppy farm, not that kind of puppy farm, on the nice puppy farm. You're upstate. Uh, the one upstate. The, one, the real one upstate. And you you guys are all certain that that I'm here. I'm going to treat you the same way. And I I, I think there are people who, who are like, let's just, I think, let's just say retros, 5,500 of his retros, retro twos, right? Oh, I'll bet threes is going to make something that you have to have 5,500 retro twos. If it's not for the good of the project, you're not going to do it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. But whether that's outlandish like that, okay, or in you know, bulk insert drop, Valentine's drop. Nah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do 500. All those other times that inserts that the three <laughs> worked his ass off to make sure that those inserts were held their value and did the thing and made the project and did all that no this is the time where threes is 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 not going to do it here comes the rug baby finally (laughs) this is now i'm gonna do it that's the whole project he's just been 
biding his time until he could pull this rug out. <laughs> yeah. Um, boy. And so just know, Grotto, that I get it. I understand. Okay. Um, I understand that you've been hurt. I understand that you've been kicked and beaten and, and taken advantage of. I know. I have too. I've got a bunch of shit in my wallets. Okay. Bulk of it I bought because I thought that I was like making friends right with people that were going to help the grotto out i was I, you know god my biggest fucking failure was like by buying 55 ETH worth of a project 55 ETH, 55 ETH, expensive ETH too but my 55 ETH worth of a project that was supposed to be like our buddies our like synergy our our like hey we love you you love us and and, and that's why you think I fucking wanted some stupid cartoon fish? I mean, seriously. No, like, I, I like don't. <laughs> 55 ETH when wow. ETH was not 1600. Yikes. So, yeah, you got the baggage as well. Yeah, I understand. I understand what it's like to have people just not give a fuck and not and have zero interest but their own at heart, right? Um, by the way, I'm also a very generous and thorough lover. Uh, the same way that I, I spend on my projects that I think are a good thing, believe me, that's how I make love. I just want to put that out there. Just if anybody's like, I wonder if the reasons agree, just look at my base fish mafia purchase. He's a giver. You tell me that that guy isn't an amazing lover. Can't even get him to have sex. He's just on the foreplay for hours. <laughs> we call it eight play. Um, so, so. <laughs> Don't even get me started. Anyway. It's been a goofy Friday. This is fun. Um, look, just this is where, this is where I, I'm like, can you please stop spending on other projects? This is, I, I think there's this, this notion in the grotto that Threes is like, he doesn't want to spend on other projects, so he gives it, give it all to him. Let's, let's just make this clear. If everybody will raise their, their, their left hand, put their right hand on the grotto Bible, okay, and say, I will take three months off from spending on outside projects. Okay. I'll even make a little spreadsheet of what I would have spent had I bought that outside project. Don't give that money to the grotto. Just keep it for yourselves. Just set it aside. Just put it in a little savings account. Put it in a separate wallet. Whatever you want to do. Every time you've got the notion that you want to go buy something outside of the grotto. Okay. Don't. I'm not asking you to spend it with me. Okay. I'm just, I'm just saying. And then visit it back in three months. One out of a hundred of them is going to be a big miss. Oh, that would have gone to, to Supermoon. That would have been 80 million. Oh, you missed the 80 million. I'm telling you right now. You're going to go, oh, okay. Now, you want that. You're cha I know, look, I know all of you. You're not buying that stuff, okay, because you want community and you want that artist and all that stuff. You're buying because you want to hit a home run. I will say this is where we're going to go talk about the project now. If if you did, I'm not I'm not asking. I'm serious. I'm telling you, don't even do it. Don't do it. Just do it later. Okay. Don't put that money in. Just set it aside and don't lose it. 
Okay. But if you did put all of that in, do you know how astronomically fast our floors would skyrocket and that the value, the market cap of this project would go if all of you took the money that you spend on silliness and threw it into the grotto? I'm saying, but I'm telling you, don't do it. Just don't fucking spend it because, and this is why, just hear me out here. Every time you do, it's that much more fear and nervousness around me. And you're that much more reserved and you're that much more afraid because they're going to fail you. They're going to, they're going to fail you. <laughs> okay. I'm not even, not even going to play the game of going through the, the list. I've got a little side project that's taking care of that for us. Okay. But it's, it's just, they don't care. And they're not built to care. And the projects, they're, they're not. This is a very unique thing. Go listen to this week with me talking. You heard it last night, Kitch. It's fantastic. Talking, Must say one of the better episodes so far of that podcast. Go listen to Saul and listen to him. This is somebody who knows more about it than any of us. Because, From a historical view. Like yeah, 300, yeah. When, no, what? how many interviews with NFT artists? 370, I think he said. Yeah. Like... 13 hour days for like a year, you know, like, yeah, plus, really plus the two other collectors and, and project runners and everything. Right. Yeah. Um, it's just, I've worked really hard to, to make this a level playing field, to make the bases 90 feet, to make sure that people are thrown from 60 feet, six inches. Right. I've worked really hard at all of that so that we can, play this game together right um and so when i see you guys scared to play the game because you just keep getting hurt everywhere else okay and and certainly there's an element of it where you can't even afford this game because you keep giving it up over there that's me you know being mean to you about it because it's a dumb thing to do when i told you time time again that's a whole other thing i'm saying genuinely a lot of you are reticent and hesitant um, we got some guys with some major holdings outside of the grotto that have done even well, right? And it's like, wow, you get, you get that stuff, which you got on the cheap, and you understand that. You're holding on to it for dear life. And you've watched it go down, 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 even on your wins, okay? And you, you don't feel that the grotto's genuinely going to like be the safe place. It's like, wow, what else can I do, right? And I think it's, it's this fear thing. But, I mean, there's we got people that, that have other holdings where, sure, they're 50% off their highs, but if they were to move that, they, they would become one of the biggest threesomes collectors in a second. And they bought them, they got in on them cheap, you know? I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't put you in a position that I'm like, okay, harvest your loss, and not that that would be a bad thing. But I'm just saying, like, there, it, it could happen, right? And so let's talk about that. Two things happened this week. Razor bought the one of one and a T yearbook. Okay. Yes, he did. And let's talk about why he would have done that. Okay. I think it has something to do with what you were saying earlier. He just came in, right? So he might have missed the first couple. Well, of no, he right? went back and he went back and backfilled. Oh, he did. He bought. Okay. Oh, yeah. So erase yeah. what I just said, then yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. And he's a 33. This is a unique thing, right? 
here's somebody who, as long as he stays in good standing, he stays alive, gets a slot. He's going to get one slot on every threesies drop. But I think, I mean, it's not that I think I happen to know, that Razor understands that a threesie and having a guaranteed slot in a threesie going forward, it's an insanely important position to be in. They're going to be so fought over, you know, because it's sort of the, the, the crown jewel of the project. Okay. I mean, look, a lot, I, I love the, the, the league. I love um, the volume. I love all of the pieces of the narrative. I love all of that. It's really, and I do, I love it. I grew up, I didn't grow up imagining um, creating the world's greatest generative art project. I didn't. This is one of the things that's very much a reactionary commentary to the space. Okay. But from an art standpoint, not a screensaver random code standpoint, which again, it's, it's phenomenal. Okay. But be hard pressed to find anybody collecting it that could explain to me the difference between one and another. I mean, if, if, if we, if I think, I think if you played the game of, Here's 10 generative pieces from 10, 10 generative artists. Okay. You, you may be able to recognize the pieces because of their similarity to all the rest of a particular drop, right? But if you're telling us this is, uh, I, I know I'm not going to out who gave me this, but somebody, somebody and I, we were having this conversation this week and they gave me this little tidbit to think on and it was fucking perfect. If you were to show the code, of those artists. Remember, the art is the code. Show that code to 10 generative art collectors. I'm not sure any of them could tell you who these people were by looking at their code, their artistic contribution, their creation of the code. Meanwhile, I think it's pretty safe to say you could recognize a threesies from a Tyler Hobbs. Just saying. If I... <laughs> yeah, shout out to Joby. <laughs> You look at the code, okay? You can you can look at, at at quite honestly the output, okay? And it's recognizable. One of them is a three season, one of them is okay. Now, Joby and I were talking this week, and, and I I probably will go down. My legacy will probably be, um, maybe initially, having having created threesies. It's my biggest sort of contribution to this whole space. It's what makes me the, the biggest. Now, I do believe that, that the whole project couldn't exist without the blockchain and, and all of that. Talked a little bit about that with Saul last night, right? But, but to your point, that's so much to explain, whereas Threesies is easier for people to grasp legacy-wise, where it's like, uh -huh. this is the first generative project where the hash of the code that you're speaking about tells the painter what to paint. Yeah. And it all and fits in a, in a cohesive painting. Right, in a cohesive painting from my whole body of work, and it's and it's a living, breathing thing that plays out and changes and interacts. That only allow you can only have, have that with the blockchain, where you can connect and transfer that that over and remove that trait from the metadata and put it back on there, and then paint it again and do the whole thing. Right? It's it's the definitive NFT project. Ultimate okay. functionality. Every trait is burnable, and then you. And Razor just guaranteed himself the next seven. That's probably seven years down the line. 
Okay, so now, now, we're, now we're going where I'm going here. So Grotto, as we look where we stand today and we start looking six months down the line, a year down the line, seven years down the line, I think we're going to look back at Razor's purchase this week of seven threesies. Guaranteed slots, guaranteed slots, whitelist slots, okay? For seven threesies for only 10, 10 ETH. For only $16,300, right? Basically locked and, in his price for those seven years from now. It's, it's, it's ludicrous. Ludicrous. I mean, one of the great purchases of all time. But this is, this is going to be at that level, because now we're talking about internationally recognized project, okay, definitive project, the key pieces, right? This is going to be like buying DP for one test. Yep, exactly. Exactly. Okay. And so, so what I'm getting at here is let's, let's celebrate. We talked about funuary and we talked about celebration. All of you that are here now, this goes back to Dort, little Dort, our sweet Dort, who's ret returned to having bought Esther Van Arsen, bought one, and then went away. <laughs> Fucking great for 0.01. <laughs> Why are these 500 tests? What the fuck's going on over here? <laughs> But he's in now, right? He's in. He's he's buying Valentine's. He's got a Valentine that he named. The whole bit, right? But you're here. You guys are here. Some of you have major wallets. Kitch, you sweet boy who have major, major wallet. You got a top 10 wallet. You should be very proud of that. And let's okay? celebrate, man. One thing I had to add, though, I had to go back and get my my Gen 1 Valentine because I didn't have one. There's only 18 left. So now I have a oh, blind, really? Yeah, blind on mushies in PR. I had to get one. I love it. So, you got this amazing collection. Everybody, everybody's got something. Pat Chit Chat and Dort just getting started. Um, you're going to build towards it, but you're in and you can do this. You can do this at primary. Okay. There's going to come a time where the fact that you guys are the only people in the world who get to buy my work at primary. Think about successful projects out there and the fury over over allow lists and oh my god you know, did i get a chance to mint and all the corruption that goes into it and all the silliness and all that stuff because who gets to mint so that they can make all the money guess who gets to mint my stuff only the grotto that's it it's all there is to it you have to be in good standing with my project with me you gotta know me to be in good standing i gotta know who you are what you're here for why you're doing this okay because you're the only people I'll ever, ever sell a primary to. Now, think about that difference between, let's say, a top 10 NFT artists on ETH who just, please, we'll take anybody's money. Everybody come in, speculate, do what you want, but I want my cut, right? You walled the garden off and said, I don't want people just pouring money into this and speculating. I only want people that are playing the right way because it's at the end of the day, it's your project that is – formed and morphed through the people that you allow to put their brush on the project, you know? Right. And, and that's, I, yeah, I would have made a lot more money if I took that other approach. That was never your aim. And that's never, why never. Can, can feel good about being here because I, that one thing I, shows where you sit. I only also, the fact is this is a real fucking problem. I'm barely 
We're barely a third of the way through me releasing the teams. Okay. Just playing out the, there we go. These are the teams. This is this world. We're a third of the way there. Okay. A third of the way there. Think about that for a second. Right. And so as we look at where we stand, and I want you guys to take a minute and just go to object because you all use object, go to object, go to your collections, click on one of my pieces that says my name, you click on my name. Now that opens up all the pieces I've created. It'll, the moment you click on threesomes, it automatically takes you to my created tab. Okay. In the search bar, which is at the top, but not the top of the page, that's just above the, my collection there, type in NFTS. That'll bring up the NFTs. Okay. You can look at all of the ones that are for sale. Okay. What the, what the floors are. You can click on the history and all of them and see what they last sold for. You can see how many are being sold. Then do the same thing for monsters. Then do the same thing for X's. Do it for cat moms, subs, cardinali, coders, and elephant men. Chandru last night, we, we know Chandru's told us, he's like, hey guys, I'm going to have to sell some of my collection. I'm, I'm, I'm having to take care of my elderly mother. Um, this is the thing, you know, he sold DP. He lists last night. And I hit him and I, I said, hey, man, I hope you're doing well. I, I, I appreciate you listing as he listed. He went through and he looked on every one of them at last sales. He looked at what the floors listed at. Okay, Everything he listed, he listed at prices that will sell. Every one of them, when they sell, will be an all-time high on any of them. Okay. And I just, I just said, hey, hey, I hope you and your mom do well. Thank you. And he said, I'll never hit your floors, man. I'm never going to drop floors. Because he wouldn't. And he's been here since day one. He bought fucking DP for a, a test, right? Sold it for 10000 or whatever. Um, even by him coming up and listing some stuff, 2%, less than 2% of all base cards I've ever painted are listed for sale. With them being very heavily elephant men, cheap okay and series twos because those are major numbers somebody starts popping those people will take that that's a nice buyout 2500 3300 9000 okay if you take the, the 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 two ends of that you take the series twos listed and the series nines listed okay you drop to less than one percent of all base cards listed you have series where there's like three or four total listed not three or four different listings with four or five of them no and so our floors are real floors right we talk about this the reason i'm bringing this up is because i want you to get excited about how well you've done and where this is going think about the fact that um, we were just featured on the, the Proof Collective like daily call, okay? Which is a major thing for those other people who are out there tossing all sorts of, of things around, right? We are getting all sorts of press that we've never gotten before, thanks in part to the NFT yearbook, okay? A beautiful article came out yesterday uh, on FX Hash, which is where a lot of the quote-unquote speculative money looks at Tezos, okay? And there we are, 
listed up at the top with Mario Klingeman, the very first Tez artist, essentially. Okay. And Joni Lemassier, which is the first fine artist to say, I don't want to do Nifty Gateway. I want to come over and do proof of stake and do low gas and better for the environment. NFTs. Okay. These are important moments where established artists in Klingman and then Joni who had had a huge Nifty Gateway drop and then sell out and then come over and say, no, I'm going hen, Tez, right? John, easily the most recognizable face on Tezos of the highest amount of sales ever in all of this. And me as the four like examples of the pillars of this whole chain. Okay. And, and the, the early history of it, okay, and there were mentioned. What I'm getting at is we're getting, we're getting some looks. We're going to have some conversations. These conversations are going to continue to grow. And when they do, all of these things are going to start selling, okay? There's a lot in the future here that we're not going to get into today. There's no reason for it. we got a lot on our plates, a lot to get through in these next few weeks, going into March Madness and everything, going into spring training after March Madness. But I'll tell you right now, okay, they're coming. They're going to buy these things. These prices are, 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 are really cheap. I'm not, this is not a, a, a pot about me telling you, hey, guys, go buy these floors that are so cheap. It's about me telling you, you guys have done it. You've done it. You've done extremely well. The numbers that we're going to see on all, of, on all of this, this project, when we have our post-Valentine's recap next year, we're going to be looking at some numbers. Hey, spoiler here. I told you this last year after Valentine's. I said, we're moving into an era where these numbers are crazy. Now, when I said that, coders were 12, Cardinali were 20, subs were 60, okay? X's were 50 and 60. Monsters were 80. Series 2's were 300. Think about that. Cat moms were 20. We had, and I said, hey, guys, things are going to change because a lot more people are going to come and play, and they're going to get this. They're going to want these things, and everybody's going to want them. Here we are, a year later, to your numbers on all of that, okay? Thousand, this is by series. Thousand, fifteen hundred, seven fifty, eight hundred, three hundred, two hundred, one fifty. Those are the floors now. Our, our 12 has been replaced by 150. Guess what? Yes, Tez is down. It's not down 10x since last year. Okay. It's down 4x off of there. Not even. It's about three now, right? It's down about 3x. So our base floors are up on, on coders from 12 to 200. Okay. <laughs> what is that? It's, it's eight, 16, 15, 18x. Okay. So against the 3x drop, we're 6x. Right. Think about that. Okay. And you can do that all, all the way around. You guys are doing extremely well. You should be fucking excited. You should be really pumped that you do this. Okay. And as we get deeper and deeper and you guys become, look, when I'm asking new guys or guys that have been on the fence for a year, we have them. Casual. Ah, I kind of like that. I like the art. Kind of like, okay, this team thing's kind of weird. Okay, I kind of get it. It's going to take me some time. I don't, I'm not comfortable spending anything. I'm going to do that. And then you get there. And then you go, oh, okay, I'm starting to get it. 
getting it. I'm going to start spending a little bit. I'm going to go in. I'm going to buy it. I obviously need the inserts. That's going to help me I'm going to do that. I'm going to buy some stuff on secondary. Okay, I'm in. Okay. And then I go, hey, focus. Now you're, now you're here. Now you're getting this. Do it the right way. Learn it. Dive into it. Figure it out. Analyze it. Talk to people that know. Have conversations. Think through the art. Think, and I, I'm like, do this, do this, do this, right? Because you're here. And I'm going to deliver the fucking promised land. Like the numbers we're getting, the value, the market cap of this project is going to explode in the next 12 to 18 months. I mean, and that's, I'm saying we're going to see return after return after return after return all the way up through that. But you guys are here. You're the ones. This is it. You guys got swipes. You guys are locked in. You are in the project. You can buy primary. When these things start being worth a tenth of what successful projects out there trade at, okay, when they're at a tenth, your returns are going to be in thousands of X. I'm not even saying that we're, I'm not talking about going to apes or artifact or anything on that level. I, we're going to. I mean, look, I'll say if you want me to say this, February twenty fourth of fucking twenty twenty three. Yeah, we're going to have an insane market cap because we are an actual project built to actual people, and I have the infrastructure to let it play out to the speculators without us getting hurt. Okay, that's going to happen. Don't worry about it though. Who cares? Who cares if that happens? I'm telling you that every penny you've ever spent with me. Okay. I will continue to nurture like it's my own, take it where it needs to go, and deliver on everything that we've said we're doing. And that's what we've done. It's a fucking amazing time. You get this is the best. We're gonna look around at who's here right now. Okay. We get some knuckleheads that fucking leave. Good. <laughs> right? Please, please leave and give us back the stuff. Yes, we'll pay you. 50x what you paid for on your way out the door, but please give it back to the people that care. Okay? Yeah, by all means. Because the more of it that you guys have, when the speculators come, okay, you don't want to be selling your last one. You want to take advantage of the fact that the speculators now are coming and giving all sorts of money for these things. But you don't want to sell your last one. Some of you are going to, and you're going to do great. And you're going to do, you can do amazing, and you're going to, it's all you got, and then, hey, the money's there, and so I'm going to take it. And we'll give you big hugs, and then that's it. Okay? But it's better if you've got some extras. <laughs> so you can keep playing, you can keep getting your hold of utility, you can keep qualifying for all of this and being a part of the ecosystem. And yes, there's going to be times. I've already thought through this. There's going to be times where we're going to be like, okay, I think that you guys should be selling some of this stuff. <laughs> Because the demand is going to be there, and it's we're actual all collectors, right? This is the difference. You guys do want them. You don't want to let go, right? And there'll be times where we're going to say, for the good of the project, you're probably going to want to sell those guys that are offering. Imagine if they're offering, this could be silly, a half ETH per base card. Oh, that's threes. That's $750 for an elephant man. Yeah. Do you know what fucking real NFTs trade for? We'll be there next year. 
we're going to be there this year. I'm telling you right now. I mean, that's nothing. That's a shitty project with any sort of pump success. Okay. Yeah. We're all going to do really great. Really great. Like this is the time to just be like, I get it. And we work hard to, to become better at it so that you're committed because guess what? All of this, this is where I'm talking about that individual and the team. As a team, as a whole collector base, we're not going to destroy this. There's not, you're not going to turn on each other. You're not going to dump floors and not care and and do whatever's only for you. It's not going to happen. But um, look, you guys are a community. You actually collect. You're going to take care of each other. And when the core is there and they know what they're doing and they and they care. And look, Ron O'Mac had this great tweet today. He, he tweeted out a picture of, of the new painting, the pentathlon, right? And he said, I earned this. Okay. I earned this. <clears throat> I had, I collect this. This is my thing. I'm in it. All of you are earning these pieces. And when you earn something through your hard work, it's more than just buying it. It's just so much more. And, and so that's what we've been building. And you guys have done it. And so if you're listening today, you've made it. You've, you've gotten yourself where you're really like, I don't want to call it founding members and shit like that. Because don't, we don't need to call it anything but the grotto, right? But if, you're, if you need that, that parallel to something else, you're like inner circle. And you get to stay there. You get to be there. And that means you... You treat me with respect. You treat each other with respect. You treat the project with respect. And you earned it. Ride. Yeah. And, and, you, and you've earned it. Oh, I've earned it. You're saying I've earned it? We all have. We all have. Yeah. I certainly have too, though. Let's not. This is just, I'm just going to say. This is that time. I just said that you guys are so scared of your puppies and I'm taking care of you and bringing it up to the fucking ranch upstate and whatever. Yes. God damn it. I think at this point, Kitch... Can we say, all right, threes? <laughs> We've done an all right job with this project as our shepherd into the promised land. So, so yeah, this is, when that, that yearbook sold on the big super rare stage, which by the way, fuck super rare. Did you know that it's, they charged Razor a 3% bidder's fee? To just bid? Yeah, so he wanted to bid 10 and they charged him 10.3. And then if that's the winning bid, they keep the 10.3. And then they took 15% from me. So they got 18%. 18%. That's fine. They yeah. They, if, if you get outbid, they return it. <clears throat> you return that, that, that 3%, right? Yeah. Who, who makes who, who these fucking places? Yeah. What who the fuck? Yeah. Listen to the, the guys with the most likes podcast. You guys talk about those platforms and they're, you wanted to build one. And I think your platform when it does arrive is going to be a game changer because it is going to be artist and collector focus. It's not going to be the platform getting everything. Exactly. I mean, that's, it's just fucking ludicrous. And it's just, and I get it. I've been in that land. I understand the Star Wars culture. I understand the money side of it. I do. God damn it. We're just so lucky that I'm not 25 or 35. 
Well, Super Rare sits there and sucks the dick and says, like, you know, we're here for artists and for creators. And, like, oh, so you're just going to scrape it from the creators and the collectors? Make your money another way. Be stewards of the space. Oh, I know. I know. I really do. And so, so... All of that said, when when Razor pulls that off, we have to we have to play the game and do it on that stage. Just to, just a little nudge because people want to see that stuff. It's a it's a big win for all of us. And I don't think we really got as excited this week about it. <clears throat> I didn't want to like hype it too much. I always get a little shy around like the big numbers sometimes. Um, but it's a major moment for us to do that. Okay, it's the th- it's one of the things and I'm doing a lot of them this year. Okay. Last year, I was all about shoring up our foundation and, and, and expanding the franchise. And we did that. We doubled two times as many people buying Valentine's this year as last, right? Um, we, we've grown really, really well, okay? Uh, and if you hear, you, you hear that, that pod we did yesterday, we have a really great community. Like, this is, this is I don't think you guys understand how unique this is where of all these people none of them are here to fucking destroy lives okay top to bottom and so um it's a big fucking deal this week and shout out to 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 razor shout out to ratro for bringing razor to us shout out to those guys for surviving wednesday night in vegas they hadn't seen each other in eight months and they made up for lost time glad you're both alive um but but hey, we, we've done it. This is a great, great time to be in the grotto. And I, I love you guys. And I'm just so happy for it. And I'm happy for you, Kitsch. I'm happy for, for everybody. That, whether you've been here, like Correo and Tex and Sucker Punch since day one, okay? Or if you've, you know, come to us now, Pat Chit Chat, since fucking December, and you're like, what do I got to do? I love it here. All right, man. Thank you, Kitsch. Uh, I'll see everybody on Monday. I will be on that not best coast. Um, but I'll be, we'll be running our, our usual schedule. I'll be in LA uh, on uh, on Monday. So, is he in Tex? Mm, uh, no, Tex is actually going to be in New York. I will see Tex at the end of next week. He's, He's in New York. He, he he comes to New York while I'm in LA. <laughs> yeah, perfect. But but I, I will see him when I get back. He'll still be here. So see cool. you. Um, all right. Thanks, guys. Talk to you on Monday. <laughs>